Picture this, you're sitting down to watch a live poetry performance. The first poet takes the stage, and as they begin to read, they're accompanied by a live jazz band. If this sounds intriguing, well, you're in luck. International Jazz Poetry Month returns to Pittsburgh on May 2nd. The festival features more than 50 artists, including local jazz icons and poets from Algeria, Cuba, Sudan, and Ukraine. Tickets to watch online or in person at City of Asylum's home on the north side are free. Get yours at cityofasylum.org before they're gone. Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, National Pizza Day is tomorrow, and we think it's the perfect excuse to get your perfect za. But what do you choose? CityCast Sophia Lowe and I are here with a Pittsburgh pizza expert to help us all find our best pie in the burg. It's Thursday, February 8th. I'm Megan Harris, and here's what Pittsburgh's talking about. So before we get into the show today, talking all about one of our favorite pastimes, pizza. Yes. Producer Sophia and I wanted to remind you that you can still become a member of CityCast Pittsburgh. Yes. If you're interested, you can get perks like ad-free listening, one of my favorites, uh, more time to get to the content, and you can find out more at membership.citycast.fm. Now let's bring on our pizza journalist, Dan Tallarico. Hey, Dan. Welcome to CityCast. Thanks so much for having me. You know, prepping for this interview made us all crave pizza. So we ordered something that has been recommended actually in our DMs a lot since Sophia first brought this question to the team, <laughs> or at least to the podcast out loud. Uh, Badamos. Yeah, yeah. Badamos is a up and coming favorite. You've had it before? I never had. I've heard of it. Megan. It's been on my list. I talk Look. about it all the time. <laughs> you do talk about it a lot. Uh, Sophia campaigned really hard for the white Sicilian. Is that what we have? Yes, that is what we have. It is my favorite. And also, I actually got it this weekend. Not the white Sicilian, but I had the pepperoni and cheese already. So I wanted something different. But you also made one this morning. We're looking at your focaccia pizza. Yes, focaccia pizza. Um with mushrooms, peppers, and onions. It is a thick crust situation. Yes, yes. But very delicious. Dan, what do you think? Very focacci, you know, you got that down. That's solid, super thick, but also squishy, <laughs> which I think is like a great, that's what you want from a focaccia, is like that deception, where it looks like it's going to be really hard, but you have the nice squish, that bounce. So I, I love it. A plus. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot to me, knowing how many pizzas <laughs> you've tried. I know you write a Substack, um, and I did a lot of combing through it before um, having you on today. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. A lot of great pizza content out there in the city. So someone's got to document it. Well, Dan, we want to dig into some of your preferences. Um, it feels like pizza is something that everyone in Pittsburgh has opinions on. Um, I know I've personally seen some fights on Reddit oh, about yeah. this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so let's start with your credentials. Um, can you tell me what your relationship is like with pizza? How'd you get started? Yeah, you know, I got started like anyone else. You know, you have a birthday, birthday party, you're going to get pizza. I grew up in the North Hills here in Pittsburgh, and at the time, this place doesn't exist anymore, um, but Luciano's was our go-to place. I've heard about that. Yeah, Luciano's was before. great. Um, and, you know, it's like Luciano's, Monticello's was a big family favorite, and, like, that was just 
anytime we could convince a parent to get <laughs> us pizza, like that's what we would we would go for. Um, and so basically our, our food revolved around just like, how can we get this pizza? We'll do anything for it. And so, yeah, you know, grew up eating the, the pizza from the North Hills, you know, served pizza um, was also a real highlight for us. But then I started working at pizzerias. Um, so I worked at Belisario's, um, which is a interesting little place up by Duncan Manor, delivering pizzas, um, you know, worked at a couple places around the city. Um, what, what was your job in these places? Like, what's your role? Well, my role was, I, I, don't, I never really made much of the pizza. I would occasionally, at Belisario's, I was washing the dishes, and then I was delivering pizzas in a time of desperation for Belisario's, where <laughs> the I didn't yet have my license, but I had my uh, learner's permit, <laughs> and they needed a delivery person so bad that, like, the the owner, Don, gave me his car and was like, hey, can you deliver this? Can you get a hardship license just for a pizza I think shop? so, yeah. I think you absolutely can. <laughs> I would so. be bad at that job. I'd want to eat the pizza. Right. That's the issue. Um, you know, people like giving someone like their large pizza that misses two slices. That just so like everyone should just be okay with that, right? <laughs> if you're going to eat the slices. Well, so what made you transition from being a pizza eater to writing about it? Well, you know, it's something that, you know, you talked about the... The people in Pittsburgh have like a very strong pizza opinions and that those opinions kind of formulate around a couple key places, right? Like you hear Herminio's, Aiello's a lot, Fiori's, like those. Honestly, I've never eaten any of those places. So Squirrel Hill was my first spot. So I was required to go there, I think within a week of living in the neighborhood. Yeah, that's like a welcome package of Pittsburgh is like someone (laughs) escorts you. To one of those places. Literally, my neighbors took me. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Like, you have to have this. And then you're like, okay, this is great. And then they grill you to form an opinion yeah. right then and there based on whatever you ordered that may or may not have been perfect that day. It's really funny. And I've yet to meet anyone that has like come to Pittsburgh, has been forced to go to one of those places and like loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it is it is a product of like where you grew up, you know, what you were fed when you were a kid that sort of forms your you know, your love for pizza. And I think people, outsiders that come to get mini Ozzyellos, I don't think they, they don't love it very much, right? So, I mean, what's your, do you love it? What's your experience? I think I was, if I'm remembering correctly, I chose ILOs on okay, the day. Yeah. But I ate it both depending on what time of day I yeah, needed sure. to go. There was a lot of 2 a.m. pizza stops, you know what okay, I'm saying? Okay, yeah, totally. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, that's always important, and it's nice to have a place that's open late because, as we know, Pittsburgh, sometimes it's hard to find late-night foods. So criminal. It's that's criminal. all right. <laughs> uh, so, Dan, you've been eating pizza here for such a long time. Have there been any major changes in the pizza scene lately like or things you're really excited about that have been happening recently yeah totally you know pittsburgh um around like 2008 2009 pittsburgh really started changing in like a a culinary way um absolutely you know like a place like uh salt of the earth opened up right in garfield and that was like with the first like quote-unquote huge restaurant in the city i feel like that really like felt like oh this was this could exist in a place like new york or la now Pittsburgh has it. And then more of those places started popping up. Dinette um, on the East End was another one of those places that served like, you know, I guess San Francisco, California style pizzas. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, the city was really, I think, embracing like artisan food, right? And so from that point on, there were, you know, a handful, dozens of new pizza shops that were were doing th- something different than like Minios, Aiello's, Luciano's, you know, Mama Lucia's, those places that were thinking very deeply about their ingredients, thinking about what goes on a pizza, making the dough, making 
the best dough possible and really trying to push the limits of like what pizza could be. And so, you know, you have places like SPAC experimenting with, you know, veggie and vegan stuff. And Garfield, yeah. And uh, Jerfoot Oven, right, uh, which is doing some really amazing stuff. Uh, Pizza Taglio, which doesn't exist anymore, but they were, you know, spearheading this like neo-Neapolitan like renaissance in the city where it was like amazing wood-fired pizza that was like, you know, incredible. Like you couldn't get pizza like that here before. That was just amazing. So there's so many new places like Ironborn, Mercurio's um, that have, and Badamos I think is doing a great, like New York Slice. Um, especially their square pizzas, that these places didn't exist and wouldn't have existed, you know, like 20 years ago. But it's only recently that the culture has changed, like embrace and support these places. And now they could, you know, grow and thrive. Yeah, I think Badamos, as someone from New Jersey who has very strong pizza opinions and has eaten many New York slices, I do think (laughs) Badamos probably comes uh, close to my favorite. Um, But that being said, I think their Sicilian pizza is better like the uh, chewiness of it and everything. So I highly recommend popping in for either slice. I do know you can like customize your pizzas too when you order online, but everything they do is so perfect. I don't think they need a lot of toppings. No, yeah, this this bread, I mean, this dough is so good. The Sicilian we have here is amazing. And I, I'm a square guy. You know, anytime I can get a square, I go for it. Um, and I think Badamos is definitely one of the top top square pizzas in the city. Does Pittsburgh have a specific pizza style? You know, like some cities are really known for something like that, a culinary tradition, if you will. But it doesn't seem like many of our shops have been around long enough to maybe do that. I'm curious your thoughts. There's um, like outside the city, there's like Ohio Valley pizza that is that, you know, odd square pizza um, sauce on top type of thing. Is that Mm -hmm. the one with the not cooked cheese? That is sort of a variation of that. Okay. I think all of that, horrific to me. It's <laughs> very scary. Out of I've heard it's a lot scary. of people say that, but then they try it and they're like, actually pretty good. Yeah, it makes sense, you know? No, if you want cold cheese, just have a good pizza like leftover the next day from your fridge. But, but have you had it yet? No, and I don't want to. See, the trick with that, though, <laughs> is you get it to go, right? And then it's the steam, it's where like melts the cheese a little bit. So you're almost not supposed to eat it there. You get it to go and then when you get home, it's like, lukewarm cheese is that better for you to have lukewarm no that sounds actually worse steamed cheese (laughs) no that's what they should that should be their tagline so what's your favorite pizza do you have one you know it it really does vary on uh the day of the week the time of day actually this will be the seventh day in a row i have eaten pizza (laughs) oddly enough that was like we don't i did not plan that out just organically happen. Everyone behind the scenes just raised their eyebrows in a really sincerely yeah. concerned way. <laughs> it's nuts. You know, I think what's great is no matter where you are, neighborhood wise, there's good pizza everywhere. And um, so, you know, it varies. Like if I want like a classic pizza, I'll go SPAC. If I want something a little nicer, you know, Driftwood Oven. Um, Spirit's really great on like, you know, fun, you know, not going up to the bar, happy hour occasions. But um, yeah, there's no shortage of great pizza out there. So it really does depend. And on the flip side, is there any type of pizza you will not touch? Wow. You know what? No, I don't think so. Um, I had, I did have the opportunity to have that Altoona Hotel pizza. Have you seen that? I've seen pictures of it. I've not personally eaten it. I gagged the first time I saw one, like out loud. (laughs) It does seem like uh, it was made in some weird lab that should just be like desecrated. And it, it is kind of, I guess, a tourist trap in some ways. And it's, it's very effective, you know. Um, it is bizarre, and I've had it. And it, 
you know, after eating that, I'm like, you know what? I'll eat anything. I guess <laughs> I'm finding out about myself. Like I'll eat if it if it's in the shape or form of a pizza, I'll put it in my body. Do you like to dance? Look at beautiful art. Eat gourmet snacks. People watch. We'll mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's going to be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yins, and so will everyone else there. Be playful, be imaginative, explore your magical realm because this is a theme party. You want to come dressed to impress. You must be 21 and up to attend and rest assured every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum, its art, its education, and all of its community outreach initiatives. Get your tickets now to the 25th Mattress Factory Garden Party. They are in our show notes and online at mattress.org. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, so Dan, once again, you've tried so much pizza. (laughs) So I thought it'd be fun to throw some very detailed preferences at you so you could help our CityCast team find their ideal slice. Yeah, let's start with a basic cheese. This request comes from producer Elizabeth Kama, um, and hers is so specific. Um, The sauce cannot be too sweet. Number two, the dough cannot be too puffy, nothing like bread, um, but also not thin like a cracker. Not too doughy, not undercooked, and not too much cheese. She okay. also thinks that there's a limit to how many cheeses should totally. be on a pizza. Yeah, I yeah, disagree. Yeah. <laughs> if the cheeses match, the cheeses will work. Look, this is for Elizabeth. What do you I think? Know. I've I only know. had, I will say real quick about the cheeses. I've only had one pizza that I feel like successfully had multi-cheese on it. It was from Driftwood Oven, a four-cheese pizza they have in the summertime. That was amazing. But thinking back to, okay, that very basic cheese, I'm also anti-sweet sauce. I feel like what you're looking for is like a kind of a classic, you know, pie, like a Fazio's, I feel like might fit that bill. Okay. That's uh, on Penn Avenue in Right near Blueville, me. Right Come right visit, Elizabeth. Sophia. We'll share some pizza. Um, and I also thought maybe like Angelo's in Bloomfield, you know, like something that is like a good classic pie, maybe like a Mama Lucia's downtown uh, would fit that bill where it's like not too much. It's like somewhat subtle. It, you know, believes in itself. It's not trying to show about too much. Okay. And our next request is from executive producer Mary Lee Williams. She's a vegan, so she wants a vegan pizza with a soft crust, flavorful sauce, and bonus points if the vegan cheese is actually good. I feel like that should be part of the requirement, but I didn't write this. (laughs) I don't know. Vegan cheese, is there like good vegan cheese out there? I don't know. But I did think about this. Obviously, uh, spirit, I feel like, you know, which I think you might be aware of. Um, That's what I recommend to them. Uh, also, SPAC Brothers is great, but there's also Black Cat Pizza, and Black Cat Pizza is 
Nick. He's like, you have to get him on Instagram. He has a forum that comes out weekly. Ooh. He does pop-ups too around the city. He's at a couple of breweries a week. And Black Cat Pizza's like they're very vegan. He was like at like the vegan fest or Ve- something. Veg fest, yeah. Veg fest, yeah. He was there and he had, you know, vegan pizza. They, he does a cashew like mozzarella. So I think I've never had it, but I think that might fit the criteria as good vegan pizza. He does amazing jobs. So. Mary Lee's also a cat person, so double <laughs> bonus. There we go. What about gluten-free? No one asked us for this to be clear, but we feel like it's important. Yeah, gluten-free. I just wrote about this um, recently, and I interviewed the chef at Ironborn about it because Ironborn Pizza just rolled out gluten-free. And if you know Ironborn, Ironborn's a very deep, thick pizza, mm-hmm. right? Detroit-esque style. And I was interested in like, okay, how do you develop a gluten-free dough, right? Because traditionally gluten-free doughs are not going to rise as much. Yeah, but these are, they're thick. They're thick. They're thick boys and girls. <laughs> and so I talked to, to her about it and she said, okay, well, they got the recipe from Mercurio's actually. So Mercurio's has sort of pioneered this, okay, gluten-free dough. They gave, they you know, they, everyone in, in the pizza, the new pizza world in Pittsburgh are friends. That's so fun. And so, you know, they kind of share the recipe and the Ironborn people like tweaked it to their liking. And so, you I know, love that. so Mercurio's, you get like a nice Neapolitan wood fire gluten free pizza with this pretty rare. And then go to Ironborn and get your thick, thick pizza. So speaking of wood-fired pizza, that's one of newsletter editor Francesca DeBecco's favorites. Um, so any other spots where you can get wood-fired bonus points if uh, there are mushrooms on it or it's a place where you can also get a good margarita? Yeah, Francesca's a vegetarian, so okay. we're still leaning on that side. Nice. Um, yeah, so, you know, I think when it comes to wood-fired, you got to go mark uh, all the way. Um Pizza Taglio, which doesn't exist anymore, was like the best in the city. Stop giving us recommendations for places that aren't there anymore. That's not helpful at all. Uh, But they're they're important to the ecosystem. But, you know, you got (laughs) Mercurios. They're like top five in the world, right? They go to Pizza Expo every year. They compete and they rank really highly. And they're they're competing on just their mark, right? They're a very classic mark um, against the globe and they do really well. And Gus Franco's, right, as far as like a good wood-fired pizza, they're kind of, they're, they're up 28 uh, near New Kensington, but they're definitely worth the journey. Uh, some of the best wood-fired pizza I've had in recent memory. One more for the CityCast extended family, Pittsburgh's best salesman, Owen Gabby. He's our newest member. Uh, he wants your best thin crust option. Not picky about toppings. Yeah, yeah. Thin crust. Wow. I don't know. You know, if you're, th- I think like uh, Mama Lucia's, you know, classic, thin, traditional, um, style pizza, I would definitely go for that. Um, something crispy, almost like Badamo's, I would say. Like I, I like a crispy. That is not a thin crust, though. But well, the that, edges are so crispy yeah. and have a good crunch. No, absolutely. They have. Not. They have it's a, a great round, crunch. I will give you that. But that is not a thin crust. They have a round that is thin. <laughs> now I will go back to Fazio's. Fazio's will do. Here's a light. Here's a pizza hack. They'll take a medium pizza and they'll stretch it out to a large. So if you want like that style of pizza that's more like New Jersey-esque, Fazio's will do that for you. (laughs) Well, our last recommendation (laughs) for my New Jersey pizza heart. Uh, Does Pittsburgh have any penne vodka pizza? I am not talking about vodka sauce. I want the pasta on my pizza. It is the thing in New Jersey. I promise my local pizza place does it. I get it every time I go back. Sophia talks about this so much. I have a friend who uh, moved from New York here and he, that's the first thing we talked about was like, he was like, you have to have this penne vodka (laughs) pizza. I'm like, well, that doesn't exist. And then he showed me like videos online. And so it is a real thing. I can (laughs) confirm you're not. Can you Making use your up. influence to get someone to consider? Yeah, it for you know, no one, no one has done it. I've never, I've not seen it here. I've made it myself a few times, and um, okay, it's well, definitely we'll share interesting. Tips after this but 
Yeah, if anyone out there does it, maybe I don't know about it, but I've not seen it. If you or anyone you know makes a great one, please let us know. (laughs) You can reach us. um, You can call, leave a voicemail, or you can text us. We're 412-212-8893. Dan, before you go, we have just a few more categories for you. Um, Super quick. So uh, specialty pizza, whatever that means to you, what would you pick? Wow. You know, Ironborn to me is probably the most special. It's so decadent and amazing. So I'd go that. Best drunk greasy slice. You know what? Fazio's. That's they're, what I was going to say. They're open somewhat late. That would be my pick too. Uh, I love their Hawaiian pizza. So anyone who hates pineapple, too bad. Uh, but <laughs> theirs is really good because they also put bacon on their Hawaiian pizza. So mm. um, very salty, very acidic, very sweet. I'm very pro all of those things. What about on the flip side, something outside the city? Uh, Rockaway is a must visit. Go to Rockaway Pizza, the best pizza I've ever had. I've heard that name. That's like a 20 minute five. Yeah. Best pizza you've ever had? It's amazing. Okay. Okay. Uh, Somewhere with good food, good ambiance, like nice date night. Yeah. So I think Pizziello Primo in Market Square. Good, you know, day night spot. Nice, cozy place. That's good for the squad. Maybe we'll wander over there one night. Um, What about not necessarily a Pittsburgh spot, but do you have like a go-to frozen pizza or takeaway thing? Yeah. Uh, This may or may not be from me because I've gotten really frustrated with soggy crusts when they sit in a takeout box for too long. Um, Like a a frozen pizza I like is uh, Rayo's, right? They do a good... Frozen their pizza. sauce is amazing. Sauce. I, I love their sauce. I just picked one of those yeah, up yeah, from a giant eagle. Yeah. I haven't eaten They're it good. yet. Uh, you can also get Roberta's. So Roberta's is a New York place and they like freeze dry their pizzas and so oh. they're in a bag. And so it's basically getting like a Neapolitan pizza. Okay. So I definitely check those two out. Someone buy me that for Christmas. Yeah. And then that takeout option, one that you think actually benefits a to-go maybe from, pizza? from wow. being in a box. The weird see. steamy cheese one. The steamy cheese. I think Beto's takes it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's takeout <laughs> only. Uh, and very last, any honorable mentions, like places we didn't get to maybe, but you still think you tip your cap for whatever Yeah, you reason. know, like Gus Franco's I mentioned previously, but they're def- they're kind of a hike too. I definitely check them out. Rockaway is huge. Driftwood Oven, if you haven't uh, tried that, it's like worth having. It's definitely a unique type of pizza. Um, and, you know, throw some of the SPAC and Spirit, you know, those are like my staples in my life. So, yeah, those are, those, there's no shortage of good pizza out there. Just don't be afraid to try some new pizza. Dan, thank you so much. You can find Dan in the Pittsburgh Pizza News on Substack. It's at pizzawalkwithme.com. We'll have a link to that in the Hey Pittsburgh newsletter as well as the show notes. And Sophia, thank you for your strong opinions. Absolutely happy to bring them. And Dan, once again, thank you for the recommendations. I have a lot of places to check out now. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks, y'all. Pizza you later. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you're liking what you hear, please leave us a nice rating and a good review. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk to you soon. Badamos, 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 badamos. Let's call the whole.